Hey, if you're new, welcome. And if you're not new, welcome back. In this episode, you'll hear about one of our current school projects, We Grow Together. For this project, each student received a personal desktop garden. Once the plants grow, students will bring in one of their plants to school to create a class garden, a garden we grow together. This project was made to help students feel connected to the school and each other. Since our school has remote and in-person students, some people may feel divided and that they're on their own, but this project shows they're not. This year has been tough with all the changes and everyone has experienced struggle in some form, small or large. We want you to know that you're not alone and we're here for you. Also, since May is Mental Health Month, keep in mind ways you can improve your mental health or learn how you can be respectful and helpful to the friends you know that have struggled with their own mental health. Now, how do we get started with the project? We had grant money from winning competition earlier in the year, so we talked about ideas of how to use that money as a way to help more students learn about nature. Our group first discussed what would be in our budget and what we could be capable of doing with only a month of school left. We determined that it would make sense to do a class team building activity with 7th grade to help connect the class before starting their last year of middle school. So after the materials were purchased, small kits were formed so all the materials would be in one spot and it would be easy to distribute and have people take home. The kit included a compostable growing container, soil, and seeds. But not all the kits have the same seeds so we could see the difference between plants. The seeds I received were green bean and cilantro. We've had them for a few days and some have started to sprout while others haven't. But a cool fact I learned about how to help them grow correctly is that as seedlings, they don't need a lot of sunlight, and giving sunlight can be bad because it will dry out quickly, which is something a lot of other people learn too. They also don't need too much water, just enough so it will be damp. I know that I'm really excited for this project because I've never really grown something from the seed before, and if I had, they haven't lasted long. So learning about how to take care of them from the beginning has been really interesting. Every couple of days, we share how our plants are growing and share what we are doing to help out the gardeners who are struggling. We've actually sent out a survey to see how everyone has been doing with their plants, and I'll be reading some of their responses now. Looking at the data, 74 out of 90 students have had their plants sprout, and for those that haven't, it's okay, because gardening takes time and doesn't always work out. Some people are even worried they killed the plant. Others are trying a more consistent water cycle, which is something I'm also working on because there have been days where I have forgotten to water the plant. For those people whose plants are growing, the tallest ones are around 10 inches. Through this project, a large number of students have noticed that plants have specific requirements to grow, and when they aren't met or when they are exceeded, the plant may not turn out as great. Also, a lot of people talked about water specifically and making sure it doesn't get too much or too little. A few students have commented on the plant's appearance in the growing process, how it starts as a sprout and when it starts opening up, it looks like the outer layer comes off. Another thing they wanted to let you know was that plants take time and require a lot of patience. So if yours doesn't start growing right away, don't be scared. All plants are different. Some students are really proud of their plants and like to show them to the class. They talk about how they like to take care of their plants and talk to them, encouraging them to grow. One student can't wait to see eat a green bean that they grew themselves. A lot of people seem to be having fun with this project based on their responses and others aren't. But not everyone has the same interest and finds the same projects fun, which is okay. So I appreciate you for trying. And I wanna give thanks to everyone for taking time out of your day to answer the survey. So not only is this helping to connect people, but it's becoming a learning experience. If I remember correctly, plants in our life cycle are some of the first things you learn as a kid in science class. You also probably remember learning about how they were helpful to the ecosystem. But just in case you don't, I'll remind you, Gardening in small or large ways will help the environment environment because, it, as is commonly known, trees and other plants give out oxygen, which we need to survive. 
and then we give out carbon dioxide, which helps them. And I have an official source from my little brother who told my mom one day that he couldn't breathe. So obviously she started asking if he was coughing and sneezing because of COVID. But he said it was because of the trees. I don't know if my mom connected the dots then or if it was the next day when she brought home a lot of plants and he said he could breathe better because of all the plants. But it's not just oxygen that plants help with, but they provide food like the green beans I'm growing. Also, many medicines are made from plants. Dye is taken from plants and plants are habitat to many organisms. Think of the animals you see in your own backyard, where they hide or go. My dogs take the bunnies out of the bushes, they try to eat the squirrels and birds in the trees or the occasional time they come down. Owls also like to hang out in the trees around my house or the occasional time they'll be on our roof. This morning there were even three ducks in my front yard, most likely because there was a pond behind my house. So depending on where you live, you probably have mean and terrifying geese that will chase and squawk at you. I speak from experience. Or pigeons that poop everywhere. You may not like the animals, but we need them. What about the sorry, caterpillars <laughs> that hang out on the leaves or the beautiful butterflies that spread pollen? By the way, monarch butterflies are now on the endangered species list, so research the ones that live near you and find what plants they like. For instance, the ones in our area like milkweed, so we planted some near a pond by our school. You may not think that plants have that much of an impact because we have so many of them, but different types of plants are needed in certain areas or are best grown there. You may have heard of invasive species which will take over areas from the plants they are supposed to be there. There is so much to plants and they are a big topic that we could go on forever about. But what I want you to remember is to start small. You could start with green beans or just a small flower that you want to take care of. Then build your gardening skills up from there. You may grow to like it. Get it? Grow? Well, and if you don't, there are other things you can do to help the environment. Just keep listening to the podcast and you'll figure out quite a few ways. All right, that's the end of today's episode. Bye.